Welcome back to the Sneak Chronics podcast with me, Danny, a.k.a. at Roystino, and my good friend, Dan, a.k.a. at Dan underscore Squire. Good evening, my friend, at 20, uh, 22.18 on a Tuesday night to get this podcast done. How are we doing? It's a late one, Danny, but we say it every week now. The weather's getting better, so I'm getting happier. Today's been a scorcher. Mate, it's all good, isn't it? It's been so hot, so hot today. It's been lovely sat outside. And if you do see, or do see, you won't see us because this is audio only. If you do hear us chuckling a little bit, it's because we have got a guest. We've got a couple of guests on today. Uh, we're going to speak to uh, Lee from Refresh Kicks in a little bit. But we've also got another very, very special guest who begged to come on to the podcast today. And she is throwing some funny funny images up on the screen at the minute so if you do hear us chuckling at some points during this podcast it's because we've got our good friend tess aka at wavy tmj good evening tess all right <laughs> all right now there is a reason why tess is coming on uh and it'll become evident when we kick off with the news um mainly because well We'll explain when we get to it, but somebody threw something up on a story today and Tess replied to it and I was like, that is too good not to mention it in our podcast. Please, Tess, please come on our podcast and I'll send you something really beautiful through the post that'll arrive tomorrow. And you said... Beer, please. Beer, oh, it's not beer. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry about that. So how's your day going? Oh, it's been great. I spent most of the time in the car. Wow. No suntan. No suntan, no air conditioning. No air conditioning. No air conditioning. That's a that's no. a uh, so yeah, welcome back to the podcast, people. Uh, like I said, two guests on this week, which is a which is a first. Um, and we are gonna kick off with the news with Mr. Dan Squire. Dan, have you actually I think I've done most of the news this week. Uh, have you actually contributed at all? Let's not get carried away, Danny. You've done a bit <laughs> of the new. Um, but yeah, we'll get straight to it. We'll get straight to it. And we're starting with a bit of a roundup of last week, which was Air Max Day, Air Max Week, and all that. A little bit of a roundup. Um, nothing really happened. They released the Bacons, which we knew were coming. Um, obviously, the pre day. And then there was this loads and loads of videos and chats on the sneakers group. And this little hint at a, well more than a hint at a travis scott air max one with a little game where you had to fly around the world put loads of miles on a little game and nothing came from it it was just so bizarre i just didn't i mean i didn't really partake in it anyway because i just kind of thought mm, they're going to do something on air max day but i, I didn't trust that anything really special was going to happen i don't know why i thought it, they're just going to do something and we're just going to kind of go along. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought maybe like a novelty T-shirt or something at the end you might have got or like uh, a pass to buy something at some point. But yeah, bit, a, bit, a bit of nothingness. Tess, did you, did you see much of Air Max Day? Or? I thought it was absolute pants. I yeah. wasn't excited and then I was more disappointed. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, know. I don't know if it's lockdown, but it was. It almost thought it lost creativity, lost gravitas. Who cared? 
it was awful. No. Yeah, I heard a lot of people, I didn't see many of the uh, interviews, but a few people were laughing or, or making fun of some of the interviews that went on, like they were getting people on that either weren't relevant or didn't have enough knowledge or... I think I they also got some of the quiz questions wrong. Was it? Um, oh, no. Things so, like that. And some of them were like silly, silly, easy, but... That's kind of funny then. It's one of them. The Air Max 90 Bacon came out, so really we should just be happy because that is a great shoe. And, 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 Beautiful uh, chef. Even if there have been a lot of QC problems, haven't there? A lot of people saying bits stuck on it or I, blue ink or... Mine, mine have got some blue ink on, but it's hidden, so I can kind of deal with that. Um, but I have seen. Does it look like biro? Everyone's saying it looks like biro. Yeah, yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like someone's biroed on it. I don't know. Yeah, it was me. Um, but Tess, you got a pair as well. Have your pairs come? Mine fine. Yeah, all good. Dan's fine. All good. All good. Happy days. And the only, the only, the only shoe that oh well, the pre days. Uh, dropped and actually really nice in hand. Uh, I've had a pair in hand. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised with that waffle sole and and the shape's really good. Um, but they're not my size, are they, Tess? No, they're my size. They are. Can't wait. But they do look good from like a, a top-down view. They do look very good. And then the other shoe was the Air Max One, the the, the evolution of air. What we're saying about that? Uh, again, I think it's one of those where. I I don't mind it to look at. I think it's a nice collect piece, but I wouldn't wear it myself, so I didn't go for it. Yeah. Tess? No, it didn't excite me, I have to say. I think, you know, if anything that's massively creative, I get really excited about. It felt like it was just like fuzzy felt, bits stuck on all over the place. Not that interesting. No, thanks. Yeah, and actually, we didn't give you the full uh, introduction of, of your Tess, and we give, shouted out your Instagram but how creative actually you are on Instagram and you're a very creative and artistic person in general, aren't you? So you have, you have a good uh, background to comment on things like this. Creativity is very important to me, definitely. Creativity, yeah. And I, I won't say poor man's master. I won't say that at all. Um, next up. Next up is a shoe I know you like, Danny. Another Overkill collab with Adidas on a ZX. What are we saying? Because these, I've only seen a few images, but they look really good. Uh, just every, oh, I've just seen the videos. I've been talking to Mark from Overkill about these. When they dropped, I was just like, what is that? And, and then the more I've learned and looked at them, and I've seen a few people, a few people have knocked them a little bit, but the people who've knocked them are people who I've, I've kind of said, do you know what Overkill is? And, and where they are in the world and what they do. And like, oh, no, no, can you educate me? I was like, right, go, just, I'm not even going to tell you. You go find out about Overkill, then come back to me and say, do, are these shoes representative of the guys from Overkill? Because they sell spray cans, they do graffiti, they do all that kind of stuff. Have you seen the wall that they're made out of the shoeboxes? No. So you're going to get your pair of Z A to ZX eight and a half thousands, which are a fusion of a ZX8000 and a ZX9000, hence the 8,500, which is quite clever. But they've made this massive wall and they've got loads of people into graffiti, this wall of shoeboxes, and you will get a piece of the wall as your shoebox. Nice. 
that's a good touch. So you, you, everyone gets their own unique box, and it's a piece of this big wall that they're doing. And I just think that the, the guys at Overkill, I, I always say, I know you had a little bit of a dig at the at one of the shoes on the Facebook group, but the guys that over- was a shocker, though, Danny. That was <laughs> a shocker. So basically, for the for listeners, Danny said Overkill have never done a bad shoe. I had to prove him wrong. Yeah, I said they always knock you out of the park, and you threw up a, an EQT cushion, was it? I can't remember what that. What the model's called? EQT ninety-seven. Um, oh, what was the number? Now it's gone from my head, but it was the EQT with the boost sole. With the really um, big boost sole. Yeah, awful club, but I'll give it to you. Nine out of ten times, they kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But yeah, I, I'm absolutely buzzing for them. I, I can't wait. That will be my April pair. I think. Big call. Big call. So, shall we get on to the shoe and the reason why Tess is here today? Big news this week. Everybody's been talking about it, especially if you're into Nikes. Um, Mischief and Lil Nas X have collaborated and customised Air Max 97. Um, It's been called the Satan 97 and all this kind of stuff. So, it's caused... Chaos. Nike is suing mischief. Um, everyone's got an opinion on them, but we don't really think everyone knows the full story or appreciates everything about the shoe. So, Tess, do you want to take it away? I'll give you a little bit of insight. I mean, think in 2019, um, someone sent to me mischief collab with Nike, and they'd done the Jesus shoe, and it had a little gold Jesus. It was beautiful white and sort of the pale blue and it sort of had this ethereal quality about it and it had into the sole some holy water it was blessed by a brooklyn priest and it came out as it was a mischief art collab now the thing is there was no there was no hype on that they sold for i think a thousand they were selling for four thousand on StockX and what have you and they were a beautiful shoe the thing is, is now fast forward to now, and it really is the same thing. It's, it's a custom, it's an art collab, but the only problem is, is it's, it's the state of the connection. So obviously it's, it's, it's about the hype, and it's also about it's pushing the negative buttons rather than the positive buttons. And I think the bottom line is, is that Mischief is it's an art collective. They come out with artwork every two weeks, um, they have come up with a lot of kind of controversial pieces of work and they've been a lot of very positive work as well. And I was saying to Danny earlier, um, they, had, they had seen that these guys in, in America, they had these bills for healthcare and they were, they were worth $75,000. They saw their health bills, they made them into artwork, they sold their artwork and that paid for their health bills. And that's a little bit of background about mischief as an art collective. And I think you know, Nas is, he's, you know, he's, he's come out with a, a, a song and it's dropped at the same time as these shoes. It's promoting the song. This is nothing new that an artist will have something is going to promote them. So, you know, yes, it's a Satan collect, connect, connection, but it's, it's so much bigger discussion, really, because it's connecting him to his music video, which I don't know you've seen, which is a celebration of his sexuality came out. And he's sort of saying, this is who I am. I, I have had issues with society. 
this is how I'm coming through it. And it's, it's sort of the angel, the devil situation, but it's also an empowering situation. So it's not just about the shoe. And that's why I'm quite passionate about that. So why do you think Nike, obviously we've got to say this isn't a Nike shoe. It's not a Nike yes, collaboration. It's a, it's a custom. It's a custom. Yeah. So why sue them over this custom when there are thousands of customizers out there? Well, this is, I mean, it comes down to intellectual property. This is nothing new. You know, how many, have you bought any customs before? No, but okay. I'm but not against them. <laughs> No, I, I think I think customs are great, and you know, and the thing is, is that Nike have tolerated customs for so many years. And like I said, the Jesus one that came out, it was I saw it. Lots of people seen it. The problem is, it's about a negative connection. So you're you're taking a brand and you're saying something which is pushing buttons in a negative way. So they want to distance themselves, and they're saying, well, hold on, we don't quite like that because obviously it's de it's devil. We we don't want to play with religion in a negative way when it was about jesus it was a positive way and i think you know this is nothing new that you know when artists is sort of talking and pushing the buttons of religion that it's going to push buttons and it's going to create a negative impact but i think it's brilliant i love it it's controversy and it's fantastic the word but nike have to do that controversy that absolutely is the word for this pair of shoes. And, and, and like, I'll fully hold my hands up. Obviously, you can't not have, you can't not have not seen them uh, this past few days. They've been everywhere online, on Instagram, Facebook groups. Everyone's talking about them because they're the shoe with blood in and, and everyone's just yeah. gone like mad about it. Yeah, um, but the thing is, I love the shoe with the holy water in it. Nobody talked about that. No, no, no. Because it was less yeah. controversial, I guess, because exactly. there's that positive, positive element of the, of the Jesus shoe compared to like the Satan, the devil and... Because one, one of my points is that, and again, I, I believe that this shoe should be released. I think it's ace. I think do what you want. It's art at the end of the day. It's not a Nike shoe. Loads of people are, you know, customising shoes. But one of Nike's points are that... Um, the water with the little bit of blood in and everything in the sole alters the structural integrity of the shoe. But they had no issue when they did the exact same thing with the Jesus pair. No. And that to me is just crazy. Also, okay, look, uh, have you ever had a, a, a pair of 97s and put a hole in it? Deliberately. Yeah. No. Or have you stood on something and you, you've got a hole in it? They just go, but I, I don't even know how they've actually done this or if they've achieved it in a solid way. Whether it, you know, you, you've taken a shoe, which is obviously it's compressed air and it's sealed. God knows how they've done it. If, they've, if it's even done, you know what I mean? I, I haven't seen, I've yet to see proof of blood. I just love the story. Yeah. The bottom line, it could be dry blood in the soul for all I care. I don't care. I think it's a brilliant story. And that's what it is. But well, Nike have to, because of intellectual property, say, we don't have anything to do with it because of its negative connotations. But you know what? It's only adding to the hype, adding to the story, and damn, I want that shoe. <laughs> Nike. I'd actually wear it as well. <laughs> yeah, you would. Have you know wait. I would. I can't wait for your Instagram post dressed as the devil with a pair of... Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pair of on. 
cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and just thank, you know, thank you for that insight. You've obviously, because you are well into your art, aren't you, in the, in the nicest possible way. You are into art and all that kind of stuff. Well, I think everything has a story. And I suppose my, even my work, it is about creating a story or, or you know, it is silly, but I always have in my head, what, what is this trying to achieve? What, what sort of response do I want to get? Oh. So yeah, I think, you know, art is subjective, but you know, I, I love the fact that it comes under so many different fields, whether it is, whether it is a shoe, whether it is a, a music video. And I love the fact that things go hand in hand and create this sort of buzz. So yes, carry on. Definitely. <laughs> Any more news, Mr. Daniel Squire? You know what? I think that's a great place to end it for this week, Danny. No, I agree. Um, Have I talked too much? Uh, I would never, ever say this, Tess. Uh, I'm shaking my head, nodding and everything. Um, so... Before we go on and on and on and on, uh, we have actually got another guest coming on to actually talk. It almost coincides with talking about customs. So are we going to introduce the next person, Dan? Yeah, so next on, we've got Lee of Refreshed Kicks. Now then, Lee, how's it going? Good, thanks. How are you? I am very good. Thank you very much, my friend. So for, for those people who haven't, come across your page or your work yet, just give us a little intro into Refresh Kicks and, and kind of what's kicked you off into the customising of trainers and, and how did you get into it? Okay, so, you, you know, obviously you, you follow me and anyone that does follow me will probably realise I kind of do two things. So, as well as customs, I do restorations. So restorations is really how I got into customization it kind of evolved um, just started out as a bit of a collector and um, wanted to tidy up a few pairs here and there um, and it kind of snowballed um, and are these your yeah. own pairs that you started working on to begin with yeah so um, it started on Facebook now I'm not a massive Facebook user anymore I will go into the, the reasons behind that in a bit um, but 2014, I was, wasn't really into Instagram. I was more Facebook, um, personal profile, start following a few groups, pages and whatnot. Um, I joined a few Adidas groups. So I wasn't a collector then. I was your general two or three pairs, wear them to death and then throw them away. And that was... How I've always been for as long as I can remember. Um, so 2014, joined, joined a few groups, noticed there was a few collectors on there and thought, I wouldn't mind getting into this collecting lark. So um, I always remember the first two pairs that I got on the recommendation from a group called AOA, which is Adidas Only Addicted on Facebook, um, where the Topanga special and the ham handbags from the same drop. So I landed them two pairs um, and then, yeah, I just started collecting them. Um, you know, you get to know people on the groups, people are buying and selling. Um, 
And then there was this, there was this chap who, and I can't remember his name because it's that long ago, but he bought a pair of um, used New Yorks off eBay and he redyed them. And I was just like blown away. And so I was asking him loads of questions, how he did it, um, where he got the dyes from, you know, what he used, brushes and whatnot. So he was, he was really helpful. He gave me all the links and all that. And I had a pair of um, old marathon 80s that I never wanted to let go. And they were literally, they were under the stairs and he used to wear them in the garden and whatnot, you know what I mean, doing the gardening. So um, bought the dyes, got the brushes, had a go myself. And I thought I'd done an all right job. A little bit of dye on the sole and all that. But, you know, it was my first attempt. Posted them on the group and people were saying, I'll send you mine, I'll send you mine. And that, that's basically how it started. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd done that for a few. So that was like 2000. 2014, 2015, um, and you know it wasn't wasn't mainstream or anything. It was just a little side hobby, if anything. It still is really, um, but how did it? So I done that was it. I done a pair of um, Samoa, Dida Samoa, and I painted the stripes gamma blue, and at this point. One of the admin on AOA approached me and said, are you on Instagram? I was like, I've got an Instagram account from um, last year. Don't use it. Um, he said, well, I've posted a photo of these Samoa that you've customised. and It's absolutely gone nuts. So, you know, have a look, see what you think. But I don't know. I think you should be on Instagram. So went on there and was just blown away by all the comments and likes on this post. Um, set up the Instagram account, posted a load of uh, photos of my previous work. Um, and at this point, I did have a Facebook page, um, which was working all right. But once I started getting into Instagram, I could see the difference. So the, I had issues with Facebook. You know, there's a lot of negativity on Facebook. Everybody's an expert. Uh, I just found Instagram to be a much more friendly environment. Best keyboard um, on Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's brilliant, Instagram, love it. Um, but, and Messenger, I was having issues with Messenger, people were messaging me, and I wasn't seeing the messages, and they're then jumping on your wall saying, why haven't you messaged me back, and all this. So, um, once the Instagram just took off, took off, I just deleted the Facebook page, because I just wasn't feeling it at all, and then, yeah, just Instagram, it's just grown and grown. Um, Can I just say, so, I don't. I mean, we talk quite a lot, don't we? Just even over the past few years, I never knew this story. I, I've yeah. never come across this. This is how you got. I always thought you were um, like a bit of an artist, and then as you know, like come from yeah, well, that's, kind a, of that's a, a bit of the background. Yeah, I've got, used to be good at art as a kid. Um, used to be in a graffiti crew as a teenager, oh, right. um, so maybe it is a little bit of an artistic outlet. Ah, right, so there is, I was going to say, because I, I definitely couldn't just pick up a, a set of dyes and a paintbrush and start painting a pair of trainers, because that would just end in all sorts of madness and <laughs> a right state. Um, so I mean, we, saw that, we saw that mini uh, Puma suede you did, Danny. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think yeah. you're praying that out for a full size I tell you what. <laughs> 
I tell you, it's so hard to paint. It was unbelievable, especially when you were a few bevies in as well. It was really difficult. So, um, Lee, what, um, what was the first one that you did for a customer then? Because obviously you said about the personal pairs. When did you make the jump to actually um, doing, doing one for a customer? I don't know, you know. I honestly yeah. couldn't. I could probably, I don't know, if I went back through my photos, I could probably, a pair of handbags stick out in my mind. Um, green and orange handbags. Whether that was the first, I don't know. But like I say, it was all Facebook then. And, I, you know, I'm not one for forgetting me roots and whatnot, but it's just with Instagram. Instagram's just exploded for me. But, you know, I had a lot of help from um, Transalpino. Would re have been really, like, involved in snowballing me, uh, Jockey and Jay. So they they picked me up. Um Mid two thousand and sixteen, Jay, Jay basically approached approached me. Was following me, and said, "My um, business partner, Jockey, he needs a lot of help with their restorations. So, basically, when they have the stall um, laces out, all the gear that they sell on there, you know, a lot of it's been restored. And I went in there to help them. So I've done a lot of work with Jockey um, over a couple of years. Um, but that was that was a bit of a mad one because Jay said." Made the introductions and all that. I said, we want you to come over to the shop. Um, Jockey's got some pairs he wants you to have a look at. So I went over thinking, you know, if you don't know me, um, you're probably going to give me a couple of pairs. So Jockey pulls this bag out of the uh, stock room and it had about 20 pairs in there. And he just said, take them, see what you can do with them. And I was a bit like, yeah, what's going on here? So um there was some I could do, some I couldn't. You know, it was just up front saying, you know, I'm not even going to touch them pairs. Um, there's actually, I've still got two pairs out of that original bag that are still here incomplete. Um, <laughs> they're in a box somewhere, yeah. So, But yeah, they've been really great with the, the development of refresh kicks on Instagram. You know, got a lot, got a lot of love for Transalpino. Um, in that respect, there's been a few others as well, like Dazzler's Finest. Uh, Bobby Mack, yeah. um, you know, there's a load of people I could I could mention on there that follow me and they, you know they put me post as well as, as well as the annex. The annex have done um, a couple of videos, haven't you, on me custom? So yeah, 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 we've had a few. <laughs> so so what, that was the rest. Go on, sorry. No, so what I was going to say is obviously you do the two sides, you do the restoration, and you do like the customization. So yeah. what? How, which one's more difficult, I, I would say, or what? Or which one do you like getting your teeth into, or does it not matter to you? Does it just depend on the project, or what's yeah. more satisfying? It depends on the project. So, what a kind, what a trying, try and keep myself in a frame of that I want to do unique stuff. So, obviously, the restorations they're not unique. It's just that somebody's pair that they want you know, sprucing up and do his best job as possible. With the customs, though, you know, I've been down the road of doing the football customs, you know, so it was actually myself and Jockey, Jay, that started the football customs. We did the first football customs. Um, but as you know, everybody out there does football customs now. Yeah, It's not something I particularly like doing anymore. I don't get much enjoyment out of it. So I like doing one-off unique pairs. Um, yeah, so if someone gives me a project, like 
the pink pigs, for example. I'd probably never look at a pair of dunks. You know, you, you all know them. I love Addy, that's it, really. I, I will do any trainable. Do a pink, pink pair of pink pigs. As soon as you told me, and I was like, yeah, I like the, like the idea of that. Um, something different. So, yeah, let's go for it. So, yeah, I like, I like unique, unique <laughs> ideas, you know what I mean? It's a nice segue into this shoe. And obviously, we've talked about it before, but... And you know, Danny is absolutely buzzing with your work. And I've got to say, because you've probably not heard it from me yet, unreal job, mate. They are incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's gone, it's gone nuts over them as well. You know, I'm still getting messages now. Yeah, I bet. I bet. It's just gone. Like the, the whole of the Nike, I don't think anybody who's anybody in the SB Dunk community, like worldwide, has like dropped a little message or just dropped a comment or. Even if it's not, it was the, what's the big um, Nike SB, uh, Nike SB on nothing, put it on their page. And it got like, it just got reposted and retweeted. And like, yeah. you just saw it all week. And then I, I, I don't use Facebook that much. I, I use a, a few trainer groups and I just posted it up in one of the trainer groups. And, and, I, and loads of people like, oh my God, you're the guy who's got those trainers. And that's what like, it was like a complete, like, you have got that pair in the world. That's what the guys in the Nike SB community it was just like, it was just unreal. But like, I, I remember the conversation we had and we're like, I, I need something doing. And you're like, well, I says, oh, well, I've got this idea. I need the pink, these, a pink, a pair of pink pig dunks, but I want the graphics from the car coming. And then I showed you the graphics and you were like, mate, I'm all over it. And I was like, oh, it was just that moment was buzzing. And then you were teasing me, weren't you? Like, you'd do a little bit and send me a picture. And I was like, I couldn't get enough. I was like, these are just going to turn into like a completely mad, mad pair. It was just... So a job like that, Lee, how long would it usually take you start to finish on something like that? Um, I'll tell you now, the pink pigs took longer than what I expected. I think they took probably a total of about five hours. Yeah, because, I mean, the detail is quite... Small details, is it? And a lot of yeah. It's, it's, you, you've got like you know what people don't realise is they think oh it's just sticking things on trainers, but there's planning and structure that's got to go into that. So got to draw it all up on a computer and get it right, and you know print stuff off or cut cut parts, and it might be the wrong size, and I've got to go back on the computer and resize it, reshape it. Um, yeah, so it's a long process. Yeah, just, just go through the process, Lee, because a lot of people think it's hand-painted on, but, but that's not the case, is it? No. No, it's um, the pink pigs of vinyl. It's heat-pressed heat on. Yeah. So you've, you've drawn it up on. So we, we went through, I sent you a million images, and then I think you found like an outline cut, didn't you, and then put it into onto some sort of, I'm, I'm not a techie guy, so you put it into your computer. And then it printed out some vinyl. The cutting software, yeah. The cutting software that come with the cutter. So it's like a plotter cutter I use. Um, I, basically, you can trace images with the, with the software. So we trace some of the lines. And obviously, the, the image that I got off for the pink pig was um, it wasn't the right, I'm going to put it, right layout for a trainer. So yeah. I had to print it off, see how it looked on the trainer, 
and then reshape it accordingly. So, um, shrink the, and some of them I just ended up um, printing out, or sorry, cutting straight lines of the, um, how can I call it? It's like a, a staggered line, isn't it? Oh, the red dot. On piece by piece, um, get the right angles. Yeah, because and then and that's not the only piece that I've had a few because the the other piece that you did. Oh, uh, I've got a I, I've got to correct you from last week's podcast. Go on. Oh, <laughs> you did say to uh, Dan that you you haven't got any other customs, um, and I was listening. I was thinking, yes, you have, because I've done you another custom. Uh, me personally. I'm thinking now. Yeah, you. Goodness me. We mentioned. We mentioned special. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah, they are. They were nice, tasty. Look, they were subtle custom, but yeah, yeah subtle custom. Apologise, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's getting to the weather where I can start wearing this, wearing the special stuff as well. Because I don't wear, I don't wear. This is a bit of a secret, actually, or maybe not so much of a secret, but I don't put it out there. In in winter, I don't really wear my Adidas stuff because I think because of the suede, it don't it don't wear well in winter. So you'll see me a lot in dunks and. Nike stuff over winter that sounds bad and in Adidas in, in some of the Adidas come out that's pretty much how it work but yeah I forgot about those go on Dan what were you going to say sorry no I was just saying because obviously we mentioned the shoes you did for Lance and Lance did his Berlins I believe where he flipped the the lettering or I should say you flipped the lettering but is there a shoe that you've not worked on yet that you'd love to either customise or restore Um. Restoration. Something that maybe you've never had your hands on or something, an idea you have, but maybe you don't have the shoe. Um, I don't know about restoration. Um, I don't know about customs either. I could probably customise any trainer, um, but obviously some are more, well, easier to work on than others. I've had some requests and I've just been like, no, no, I'm not doing that. It's not for me. Um, so, obviously, you do a lot of Adidas. Was mine the first pair of non-Adidas shoes you've done? No. Um, I've restored Nike pairs along the way. Um, I'm doing... So, Jay from Transalpino, fashion accountant culture, you may have heard of it. It's the putting a putting together a collection for uh, an exhibition of um, clobber from the 80s and 90s. Um, so um, he keeps giving me mad pairs of trainers to restore. So I've done all sorts, feelers, Nike, um, what else? Munchens, I've done loads. So and that's ongoing, that's an ongoing project. So just got, obviously this is for the benefit of Dan and Dan on camera, but there's an Amiga flame that I'm working on at the moment, an OG pair. Um, I mean, yeah. obviously, for the listeners, they can't see this, but yeah, the condition of that looks pretty good. So, is that one you've already kind of done some work on and restored a bit? Yeah, it's just the repair, so there's a hole in it. Well, there was. Just see that mark there. That was yeah. actually a hole. It's not bad though for such an old shoe. I mean, you it's don't a long see way to go. Yeah, long way to go, but. But these are all exhibition pieces. They're not worn or whatnot. They all go in glass cases. 
mate. That's just... I, I, and, and this is really rubbish for an audio podcast that we've just seen. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> Omega Flames has just shown us what was a hole and now is not a hole. Is just... I mean, they'll just have to believe us that it's a good job. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all, you know, they see things on the wall. It, it, everything, well, most stuff gets posted, so... Um, yeah, they can see things. They'll see them. I'm sure they'll see them further along down the line. And it's a good them. And and just not just not. I don't want to say just to wrap it up, but um, what what have you got anything ongoing at the minute that you can like give us a heads up on, or have you got any like projects? Because I know you your waiting list is pretty long, isn't it? How many pairs have you got waiting to get done at the minute? Um, I'm actually working on one, two, three, four, five, six pairs at the moment. Some of them have been sitting here for God a year. Um, but people are people patient, really patient. They just say because I'm I'm upfront at the outset. You know, this isn't a full time job. Um, it is a hobby. Um, I've had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life over the last year or so, which has kind of affected um, the amount of time that I can put into it and also affected my Instagram in a massive way because of the algorithms. Um, at the moment, I'm trying to build that back up, so you're probably going to see just a lot of trainer posts from myself rather than um, work, pieces that I'm working on. Um, and I'm just doing that just to build, try and build my Instagram back up to get it back where it needs to be. Um, but one pair I've got is these. I can I can't say who the four, but the pair of Jordan, um, the Jordan, Jordan and the four A. I can only describe them as superstar DJ from um, a well-known record label. So obviously you'll be seeing them. Soon, as and when they're done. Um, if he's listening, he obviously know I'm on about him, but <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give too much away yet. No, no, you no. know what I'm, I'm the king of tees. Absolutely. So just stepping away from customs. I would say just step, stepping away from customs. And what um, what stuff have you been picking up, or what are you looking to pick up in the next for foreseeable future? Is there anything that's tickling your fancy? Yeah, the um. Easter Bunny 10,000 Cs that are dropping at the weekend, I believe. Which are going to get a mention just after this interview, actually, because they're in our uh, our drops of this week. But and yeah. the Wien, the Wien as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know when. I've, I've seen a few um, pictures, but I don't know. I can't work out when, they've, when the Wens have, have come in, to be honest. But I've not seen a date. Yeah, they keep getting put back, don't they? They keep putting the date back, so... But loads of people have got them on Facebook already. They've got them from like wherever, Russia, yeah, Japan, the side wherever they get them from. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lee, can I just say thank you very much? First of all, for coming on the podcast, but more than anything, for the work you did on those pink pigs. They are. And, and I think I said it last week when we were talking about the shoes. I, I don't think there's going to be a pair that's going to top it this year. Like personally, like from a what I'm going to get, what am I going to get this year that's going to be so special that's going to beat that pair of Shireners? I just can't think there's going to be anything. I can't think. I know we've uh, 
we've obviously spoke about it a few times, but originally they were one on one, one of one for yeah, you. Yeah. Um, obviously because the amount of messages and requests that not only I was getting, you were getting as well. You kind of said, listen, just run with it. Um, but just been absolutely but stupidly bombarded. So what I've had to do is, um, I've had to basically say UK only. Anyone in Europe or the US, just it's not manageable because obviously you're going to have custom okay. charges both ways now. The, chip, the, the postal services have changed the, the rules on um, excise duty. Um, so it's very costly for somebody not only to send them to me, but for me to send them back. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of paperwork to be filled in each time you send a pair of trainers now to the US and you can only insure them for $95. Um, so for me, it's not financially viable for, for the buyer um, or myself. Um, so unless you're, not, unless you're in the UK, stop pestering Lee for a pair of pink, pink dogs because it ain't happening, basically. That, that's what you wanted to say. Yeah, but also... I'm like looking at my, my workload and I'm even thinking, so there's been 12 people that have been accepted to have a pair. Um, obviously, you'll know a few of them. Yeah. But I'm actually still on the fence whether it's going to go ahead because I'm like looking at my spare time and thinking, when am I actually going to do them? Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a house move on the horizon. Got all that to deal with while... You know, I'm taking people's trains. It's just, it's like, I, I think that's not going to be as good, is it? <laughs> you know, but it is, it is important to say it is a hobby and it is a dog and wrong. Um, you, you, people pay you for all the customizations, but it is a labor of love as well, isn't it? And you can't just, you're not just churning them out. And, and that's, that's completely evident in the work that you see when you get a pair of shoes from you it's not just from yeah. to get one churned out it's you do take care of every single pair to make sure that when the person gets them they are absolutely buzzing about your that pair of trains that come through the post and if people yeah. want enough they'll wait they'll wait for them they'll give it the time yeah they do yeah they do they do and the, you know at the same time without me sounding like don't want to sound nasty in any way or anything or negative but if they're not prepared to wait, then I'm kind of like, well, not so what, but, you know, yeah. I'm not really lost out on anything because, you know, because all you're going to be doing is pestering me every five minutes in, in my messages and that itself is a job alone, you know what I mean? So for me to be up front with somebody and give them the opportunity to, to say yes or no, then I think that's the best option for everybody. Absolutely. Right, well, that's Lee, all. thank you very much. Um, for that it's like i say really appreciate all the work you do and all the all the chats and we'll definitely when covid finally ends and we have laces out and we can eventually meet up and go for a beer we'll definitely be doing that uh whenever yeah. that um so or the annex the annex meet if you do them again the annex meet yeah we'll be doing annex meet in leeds as soon as the bars open and we can have a, a reasonable um gathering uh, in Leeds, Albert's doing something, so we'll, we'll get you in on that as well, hundred percent. Yeah, just want to give a quick shout out before I go to the um, BSNG Massive, which is a um, trainer Facebook group that I'm admin on. Um, three stripes, no gripes. It right. does away with all the 
aggro on the groups and negativity and um, there's no customs allowed on there. So, you know, we don't see the, the wishy-washy work that people are putting out and I don't get all het up over it and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah. I just said, obviously, because I said I was going to speak about Facebook and they were asking me, make sure you mention us and I didn't get the opportunity to squeeze it in there. So I thought, I'm going to have to say it at the end. <laughs> it's all good, my man. Right, yeah. thank you, Lee. Yeah, cheers, Dan. Cheers, Danny. We'll take it easy. See you in a bit. Yeah, you too. See you later. Once again, thank you, Lee, from at Refresh Kicks. Uh, make sure you go check out his Instagram uh, and, and go see the fantastic work that Lee pushes out there. And like I say, if you do want to get a custom from Lee, just be aware that you might have to wait a little while. Um, I had to wait a while. For, like I said, I didn't actually mention it in the uh, in the interview, but. I did get the idea so long ago, and I put the I put the custom in with Lee, and I was waiting for the shoes when I was first in the queue type thing. So that's how it is. So don't be disappointed if you're waiting a little while to get your pink pigs custom. There we go. Um, next up, what have we got? Uh, we've got this week's releases. So again, Dan Squire has gone through the internet the deepest, darkest points of Instagram and found what is coming out this week. So what have we got? This week, Danny, first up, we've got the re-release of the OG NMD. Now, I, I can't count how many times this is retroed. Can you call it a retro if the original only came out five years ago? But it's coming back again. Yeah, it shocked me, to be honest. I got uh, I got. A pair of i didn't get the original ones actually when they first came out but i got the first re-release of them i got right. on that but then they were still impossible to get at that point they just flew I yeah i mean the, fir the first one i remember coming out and we were lucky enough to get gifted a pair by adidas and it took me a while to actually put it on my foot because it's not really my thing but when i did it's got to be said that is an unreal shoe in terms of comfort yeah, 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 really good too. And we still have got Tess, by the way. Tess is still here, uh, if she's not falling asleep. Uh, Tess, NMD OGs, what we're saying about these? I'm not really an Adidas girl, you know that. I put them on and they're very bouncy. Yeah. And it's that's good summary. <laughs> it's good to be bouncy, but I, I, you've got to stick with what you love and what you know. No, no, I appreciate that. I, it is, but like I say, it is a weird one. At what point would a retro NMD hit the spot? Would it ever hit the spot again? Do you know, like when they re-release things? Yeah, I think the ship sailed on that one. I think the time's passed. I think it's one of those shoes where it's, it's not aged terribly, but I don't hear people crying out for a retro already. No, no. Maybe like if it was 10 years, I could almost understand it 10 years, do you know, give it a big gap, but... Yeah, not for me. Next up, what we got? I'm going to call it already, Danny. Another one not for you. The Skepta Tailwind 5. Well, I'm going to shock you here, Dan. Really? No, 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 I'm not. I'm absolutely oh, <laughs> I believed you. <laughs> oh, Skepta, no, no. Just, do you know what? I don't, I don't mind a, a, a a lot of the other Skepta shoes, I think his 97 is brilliant. I really like a pair of 97s. The BW97 
where which is the it's got the red and the blue one in it. The mix I like those. Um, Tessie's waving her hands around because I've got them. You've got I the can love them. And then what was it? There was another pair. Why why can't I think of the other pair? They're the ones that said are not on tour. Is it the, the, the shops as well? There was the deluxe, wasn't it? The deluxe as well, didn't they? Not too bad. The looks and the shocks. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't like shocks myself. I don't know. The BW and the '97 were really good, and I don't, I'm not bothered for the rest. Well, I've got to you say, know, nobody the, seems to have this '97 BW. I've got them, and nobody seems to wear them. They're very white, though. I think they're it's very bit grumpy. A lot of people wore them when they first came out, saw a lot of people in them and they got battered. You don't tend to see them much anymore. There's not a lot of like fresh pairs out there. But his last few shoes, Skepta, like with the deluxe and stuff, you know, it wasn't everyone's favourite shoe. And now obviously the Tailwind 5, I think it's good he works on like different silhouettes, but he's not getting winners. The, the, no. What I question is the almost the legitimacy of, of what it you know is it because Skepta was into Tailwind Fives back in the day and and, and and genuinely if he was and he thinks I want to bring this shoe back then I really rate that narrative. I don't know if that is the narrative and I don't know if it's forced or if it's genuine. I'd love to know because I think that would change people's perception about the shoe. Yeah but, I think his story on the 97 that he told was so good. And there doesn't seem to be as much about this. Yeah, I agree. What the one thing I will say is the apparel. I really like the tracksuit top and the tracky bottoms. I think the apparel is better than the shoe. Yeah, Honestly, it's brilliant. Maybe, maybe not the hat. <laughs> <laughs> the hat's a bit dodgy. Uh, <laughs> what we got next? Moving on, two SB dunks, uh, both lows. Rumor is that the first one we'll talk about has been delayed a week. Um, but we've got the Dunklow SB ACG based on the Terror um, and the Dunklow SB Wasted Youth. So the, te- the, the ACG apparently has been delayed a week, but ah, I've not seen that. On there, and then obviously uh, the Wasted Youth Dunklow will be this week. I'm going to let Tess go first on these because Tess is an SB girl. What were we saying about these? <laughs> No. I mean, the wasted use, they're, you know, they're okay, but they're not really pressing my buttons. I think, you know, we've had so many fantastic, again, creative shoes coming out, like with the uh, Street Hawks. I loved all the different textures. I love the pinks because they were sort of, they were very simple, but after that, I kind of have you kind of want to have a bit of a pause and see what else that's going to really excite me. But right now, I'm happy to just sort of set out a bit. I don't want to buy everything. I'm I'm on the same wave as well, and I love an SB dunk. And and there was a point where I was just picking up every SB dunk low, but now this it's almost like I don't want to say the, I don't want to use the word churn, but it feels like there's a lot coming out now. And then it's just being selective about the ones that you do want to pick up. Um, so they, they, they're both quite an easy pass for me, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind the ACG ones, but compared to the ACG ones that came out last year, they're not... not no comparison. 
Mark Patch. From yeah, there. that's the thing. I think when you compare around this time last year, there was a black white Dunklow, which was like the Medicom, which I think is better than the Wasted Youth. And last year's ACG is better than this year's ACG. Yeah. So it's one of them. On any other year, it might be a really good month for SB, but they've been so hot recently that I think it's it's one of those. It's kind of very middle of the road. Completely agree. What we got next? Next, we have the Reebok collaboration with ASAP Nast on the CL, the classic legacy. What do we think? Do you know what? I don't mind it. It's a good shoe. It's a great shoe for something a little bit different. I actually, like, I was flicking through, I saw it, I was like, that is a, that is, the midsole might be a bit, a, a bit chunky for my personal taste to actually go out and buy it. But for something just a little bit different, that's not the regular thing that you see, I rate it. Tess, have you seen these? I'm looking at it now. Is it that one? It yeah. is that one. It is that one. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're not going to get Tess on every week to just give a one-syllable no. answer to all no. of them. I was wearing my Lego shoes today. I feel like a flipping queen walking down the, with the rope and those. With this, I'd look like I'm going to a dad's disco. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, ASAP Nast has done some really good collabs. His Converse were really good. I think these are one of them that People really, like, he's got a really big following. I think his fans will buy into this shoe, but I think they will. This, this, this is a good shoe. That I think a lot of people it'll kind of go under the radar and people will miss it. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, the thing is, it's, the, it's, a, it's a classy looking shoe. I'll give it that. It is a classy looking shoe, but I'm not really classy. So, <laughs> no comment. Next, <laughs> moving on. Um, another Adidas re release. It, it feels like Adi are running out of ideas. <laughs> the Futurecraft 4D getting a re-release. I've seen this again. Again, I don't know if I, can't, I don't know how I feel about this one. There were so few of that of those first pairs that hardly anybody could pick the those first ones up. And they are for me, they have been the best 4Ds that that first Futurecraft that came out. So I guess if you're into it, then it's a chance to pick it up. If you never had the chance to, but nah, I'm I can pass on these again. And at least, but if you're into them, at least they're only 180, I think, this time around, and not however much they were when they first came out. Yeah, I think, I think like you say, it's one of the better 4Ds, if not the best. Um, but again, you know, two retros or two re-releases in one week. Yeah. Kind of want to see something else and something a bit more exciting. No, I completely agree. Tess? I would have liked to see something slightly different on it. You, you know, I think when you re-release something so soon after what feels like the first release, I would I want something a little bit of bizarre. It's it's just like, oh, okay, great, you've done that again. No, I completely agree. Completely. Agree. I mean, just even inside the shoe, I'd have been in. You know, I like. You know, I want to see it, its aesthetic moving on slightly. Yeah, would have been nice. And we have got one more shoe. I, I, even I can think of one more shoe. What well, 
I'll let you go for it then, Danny. Give us the last one. Well, Lee mentioned it in his interview, didn't he? The, the ZX10,000, the Easter, uh, the yeah. Easter egg pack. What were we saying about these? Easy, easy skip. There's better ZX on the horizon, which we've talked about today. Yeah, I mean, I like a ZX10,000. They're just, I don't know. It's okay. It's just not one, again, it's not one for me, but I can understand why some Adidas collectors might be going for it. But, Tess, have you seen them? Well, not those brown ones. Yes, those brown ones, that's it, yeah. Oh, so it looks like a chocolate Easter egg. Uh, uh, exactly the intention. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it for this week's releases. Okay, uh, and we've just got, I've only got one more thing to add into this week's podcast. So every week... We get to the end of the podcast and we did say we might do some sort of a prize and then decide, no, people will just skip to the end to get the code word to win the prize. But the same, the same guy for, th- I think, is it three weeks in a row now? He's on a hat-trick, yep. He's on a hat-trick or is he, has he done a hat-trick? I think, I think, I think he's, got a, he's got a hat-trick. I think he's got a hat-trick. So this is the fourth, fourth in a row. So Sean, who is S dot on Instagram, is it? Yep. Every single week has been getting the code word. So this week's code word, code word, this week's code word is going to be what, Tess? <laughs> Just to put you on the spot. Say a word. She's waving her hands madly at the screen. <laughs> Chocolates. Chocolate, there we go. So, uh, this week's code word, if you get to this point in the podcast, congratulations, is chocolate. So, find our Instagram post, find the word chocolate in it, and we know you got to the end of the podcast. And Estot, Sean, have a lion, mate. <laughs> Give someone else a chance. <laughs> Give oh, no, Sean's a, he's brilliant. I love Sean. He is, what a guy. Um, Right, just want to, before we sign off, just a big thank you to Lee, who came on and spoke to us about customs. Massive thank you to Tess for coming on and giving her viewpoints, especially about the Satan shoe. I really, really appreciated the chat that we had earlier on today when I, I was properly, properly educated about it. And that's why we had to get Tess on to come and talk about it. So thank you, Tess, for jumping on the podcast. My pleasure. Dan, have we got anything else to say this week? Happy Easter and hail Satan. (laughs) Just wow.